two, one. And hey. welcome back after months of being gone. Yay! I'd like to propose a toast. Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a double one time drop. And we're back. I missed that music, didn't you? I did. Actually, it might be new music. Depends on how much work I get done in the next three days. Whatever. (laughs) But I do propose a toast. Chelsea. Hey, Emily. Cheers. We're back. We're back. For a little bit. Welcome back. Yeah. Just for a little bit. And we are doing a live video recording for our patrons. Yeah. So if you're going to see up my nose... When I turned on the video, <laughs> you can join them at patreon.com slash wines and dolls. And welcome to Wines and Dolls. If you've never seen us before, we like to drink and talk about musicals. And if you've never heard us before, we like to drink and talk about musicals. Didn't I just say that? You said C. Well, because there's a video, I guess. I know. I just oh, want to okay. make sure that the people who are hearing and oh. who cannot see us know what we're doing. Thank you. You'll also hear a little olive footsteps pacing around because now she decides she wants to go to my bedroom not before we started recording Ugh, of course but now yes you can you can be a patron and watch watch what we do with all of our glory because i am fully made up in wig and costume she's actually dressed as princess anna right now it's a total lie i have no makeup she's and in I, her harvest dress i, I took a horse bath today because i didn't feel like showering i look great isn't a horse bath when you take baby wipes and just wipe yourself down i guess yeah I, well maybe mine was a little fancier i took a a cloth a cloth yeah and some water and soap to my underarms that's kind of it okay no that is definitely a horse bath i think <laughs> my bath the, the bath i just described is probably not as bad Welcome to February, where we are celebrating love and not love. (laughs) With Netflix and chill. Sometimes Netflix and chill means love, sometimes it doesn't. But our musicals are covering some really fun, beautiful love stories, sort of, and then a very sad story that we'll, we'll get to in just a moment. But first... Hey, Chelsea. No! Hey, Emily. What are you drinking? I'm drinking this yummy, yummy mimosa that you made for me. Thank you very much. I want you to notice it's Trader Joe's champagne, and I want you to see what's sticking out of the champagne bottle. It's a puppy dog. It's a dog. You know what I have sticking out of my wine bottle at home? What? It's a cat, but the butt's coming out of the wine bottle. Like, it's sticking its head in the wine. (laughs) So ours are literally opposite. Yeah. Mine is the winer dog. It's cute. I like it. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you drinking? Same thing. Same thing. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you whining about? Oh, I am whining that we have been gone for literally some of the most exciting shit that's happened on Broadway. (laughs) And now we're back and I'm like, oh God, where do I start? Stephen Sondheim dying. There's just, there's a lot of shit that's happened recently. (laughs) So that's where I am right now is just trying to remember all the stuff that's happened on Broadway that we haven't covered. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Emily. Stephen Sondheim. R.I.P. Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. There's a tribute tomorrow for him. Or today. Today. It's today, yeah. Oh, today is, is Sunday, Today's January Sunday. 30th, if anyone's curious. So it's actually it already yeah. passed the tribute. Yeah. But I'm sure you can find some on YouTube. Yes. Okay, ask me. Hey Emily. Hey Chelsea. What are you whining about today? I am whining 
that it's a sparkling wine mm-hmm. that I'm going to be able to have Trinity twice today. Hey, <laughs> why is that, Emily? Because Chelsea brought it to me before we recorded, but I have a standing Trinity date with my neighbor Yay. every Sunday. So if you want to know where I am Sunday evenings... It's She's Trinity. eating Trinity. <laughs> we still love it. It's my favorite. I actually introduced James to it recently, and he, he really loves it. It's so good. He didn't think that he would. He's like, come on, really? The best in town? I'm like, yeah, you don't understand. It is. And now he eats the yellow chicken curry stuff You know, he ordered. Uh, yeah. You know who else ate yellow chicken curry? 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 I don't know. Princess Diana. Oh, my gosh. Really? Did you just make that up? I just made that up. But it was a big thing in England, too. Uh Eat yellow curry, <laughs> to eat curry in general. So Yay. it's yeah. a very much a British dish. So as you might have guessed, today for Netflix and Chill Month, we are covering Diana the Musical. Because you can watch it on Netflix. You can watch it. It's a musical that exists on Netflix. So that that's we're, we're not Netflixing and chilling together in that sense. We are Netflixing and chilling together in the, the musical, the sense. musical sense. Is there any other it. sense? I thought it was just musicals. Oh, you're so innocent and sweet. Aww. You're so sweet. So yeah, today we will be covering the background on Diana the Musical. I'm going to try to leave opinions out <laughs> until we get to, well, hmm, no, so what that's do we, a lie. What do we miss? What do we miss on Broadway? I think we missed the opening and closing of Diana since we've that is, been off. That is accurate. Because when did we stop recording? We stopped at the top of December, I think, or November. It might, it must have been November. Because they were, they said originally we're going, to, Diana was going to go into previews again in December and then open in December. But then they pushed it back a whole month. To, to January. November, or, to November. No, back to oh, November. forward. Forward. They were supposed to do it in December, but they decided they, to do it in November. It they November. pushed it forward. Yes, excuse me. So uh. my brain. So and then they ended up actually closing in December, December nineteenth, when they were supposed to originally open on the sixteenth. Oh yeah, that's what I read. I was like, yeah. it was very tragic, much like yeah. uh, spoiler alert, Diana's death. Oh yeah, it shouldn't be a spoiler alert at this at this point. If you are a fan of you know the Royals or you know anything about pop culture, you should know that she, she she's not alive anymore. I like to spoil so, most musicals, like Titanic sinking. Ti- oh yeah, the Titanic. Yeah. Did you know the Titanic sinks? <gasps> Did you know Princess Diana dies? Oh, spoilers! But unlike the musical Titanic, they didn't show what happened to Diana on stage. They just read the the headlines at the end. So anyway. We're going to get into this. I do have opinions, and I'm going to be a little bit more political about this than normal because this show really got ripped to shreds, and I don't think it was super fair. Um, I also am a little bit on the, what's that word called? I have no idea. (laughs) I'm trying to read your face. I know you are. Patrons, are you reading Chelsea's face? What is she trying to say? Just yell it. Well, okay. So Dante was involved in this project. Biased. Biased. There it is. That's the <laughs> word. That is literally the word I was trying to think of. I'm a little biased because I do have a family member who was involved in this project, and I know she took a lot of pride in it. And so I see, I know she can appreciate, though, that we all have opinions, and that's okay. And Dante will never, ever, if she has an opinion on on a project, she'll never, of course, talk negatively about it. So don't expect that I'm coming here with any opinions from her, okay? Because I'm not. This is These are all my opinions because I did enjoy portions of, of the show watching it on Netflix, 
But a lot of people tore it apart. And I thought it was a little unfair because it's just meant for, it's meant to be something different than I think everybody was expecting. Well, myself I, included. I only got through the first 45 minutes of it because yes, and we'll talk I about struggled. That. But I will say if this musical were released 10 years ago, if, yeah, it would it have been have amazing it, because it's very legally blonde. Mm-hmm. It gives me the same feel as Legally Blonde. Yeah, I think I think same, 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 same. But I, I didn't want, I didn't want it to feel like Legally Blonde, because it w- it should have felt a little bit more um, proper, proper, proper. <laughs> I think that, and that was also like the point was she's not a proper princess, exactly. So it's not gonna, she's not gonna get a proper kind of sounding musical. But even for the royals, the royals were not necessarily portrayed in a proper sense with proper sounding British typical royal music or I mean yes I wanted no, Downton Abbey the musical in I, Diana form yeah that's kind of that's kind of what I was expecting a little bit more grace a little bit more you know fluidity in the lines and honestly not as much of the same rhyme scheme over and over and over again so those are my major big critiques on the show I thought I thought that it was actually well executed for what it was, you know, for the writing that they had to work with. I thought it was very well executed. And I kind of like Shrek the musical. Yeah. yeah. Well uh, yeah. executed for, for what it was. Right. The trash heap that. <laughs> I don't think Shrek the musical. I did like Shrek the musical heap. now that. <laughs> I haven't honest, I haven't watched it. It's on Netflix. It's also right? on Netflix. Yeah. You can we're watch. We're not covering that. We're not we covering already did. No, we've already done that. So tell me so anyway, about Diana. Diana. Diana is a musical with music and lyrics by David Bryan, and I'll tell you who these people are in a second, and Joe DiPietro, book by DiPietro based on the life of Diana, Princess of Wales. And some of this is based around the book as well that supposedly had the um, recorded interviews with Diana that she asked to remain anonymous but, you know, she's been dead for quite some time. So recently uh, they revealed that it was her. It was her who helped with this book release. Like huh. she gave that information, even though she wanted to remain anonymous. So that that was a whole thing like two years ago. Ooh, that really yeah. makes me feel icky. Yeah. So David Bryan, who wrote the music, he's actually a keyboard player for Bon Jovi, and he wrote some music with Bon Jovi. He's in actually in the rock. Hall of Fame. Good oh, and this is where I think every, wait, wait, wait. this is where I think they went wrong. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so they had the guitarist of Bon Jovi. No, 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 keyboardist. Keyboardist of oh, which I'm okay. Yeah, and he's in the Rock Hall of Fame. So mm-hmm. cool, 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 cool. I but don't think that's what anybody was expecting for Diana. It's like I, I don't. I, <laughs> nope. Get me some Stephen Sondheim. Get me. Get me any. Literally anybody. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew for Lloyd God's Webber. Sake. Even. I would take Andrew Lloyd Webber over David Bryan at this point. He does good work. He. He. I, it's. He's not like a crap writer or new to musical theater. He does good work, but I just don't want that for Diana. You know, and I think that's where everybody got a little cranky about mm-hmm. it. Um. He. His other credits, musical theater credits, include Memphis. Which you okay. know won some Tonys. Yeah, uh, he wrote that with Di Pietro, and uh, it won Best Musical and Best Original Score. So he's also the co-writer of Toxic Avenger again with Di Pietro, which Dante's actually worked on that show, and mm-hmm. so I know they have a they have a connection there. 
Um, he's also written a musical called The Chasing Song, which is about American songwriters. Um, and they want to bring it to Broadway at some point with Sergio as the choreographer who oh, we've talked about before yeah. from Adam's Family. And, and Freaky Friday. And Freaky Friday. And also Christopher Ashley directing, who directed Diana. And he I thought did a very good job. did come from away, right? Um, yes. I think so. Yes, yeah, you're right. Like, I have that down here a little further. Oh, sorry not to steal no, your you're thunder. Good. You're good. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Look at you. Just all the connections. Yeah. So Toxic Avenger and Memphis are on the top of David Bryan's hit list here. Okay. His hit list. His hit <laughs> list, which Memphis, you know, rave, rave reviews. I've never seen Memphis, but the music's great. I've heard the music. It's, it's really not... I'm, st- I'm just disappointed. So anyway, but DiPietro, we'll talk about him. He wrote the book. He also wrote the book for Memphis, which won the, you know, best, the Tony for best original score. Yeah. He also wrote the book for I Love You, You're Perfect, Now Change, which is also, Rude. which is a comedy, you know? Yeah. Um, he's written a lot of other comedies, actually, a, a piece called Over the River and Through the Woods, Nice Work If You Can Get It, with, which is a reimagination of Gershwin, uh, the Gershwin music with Kelly O'Hara and Matthew Broderick. And he's written a bunch of plays, most of them comedy. I don't want comedy for, for Diana. <laughs> May Diana. I, let me reiterate this. I don't want, I just, I, I don't feel want rock. Like, I, don't I don't want, want comedy. Rock, and I don't want comedy. And I feel like that's what most of America was like, what the, what, what the are fuck you did doing? you What did you do? But <laughs> there are some moments that are really actually quite nice and well-written. But for the most part, most this and the, here's my biggest opinion the lyrics the lyrics are da 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 i'm having a conversation with you and you are answering the conversation with me no you are answering the conversation too yeah it's just oh. rhyme rhyme so that and that's exactly right that's exactly right Pretty much the rhyme scheme stays consistent throughout. No, it's A B A B A B A B. Every once in a while, there's A A B B A A B B or A B C A B C, but A B C A C. Yeah, it's just it just was so repetitive in the rhyme scheme, and I I come from a background of I write children's music with the children i pull from their brains their little tiny brains and this sounded a lot like their little tiny brains their little tiny <laughs> children brains which are brilliant for kids but for a well-known writer probably not i mean that's why bon jovi is so so famous is why his keyboardist was well, helping bon him. jovi didn't or i don't didn't, know i'm just guy, coming up with no, shit di pietro didn't isn't involved with bon jovi but brian david brian is yeah um so them together, some of the music was actually quite good. I thought, we'll talk about it in the next episode, but like Prince Charles has a song that's like really, really rocking and I thought was appropriate. It completely matched the mood of the scene appropriately. Yeah. Instead of another rock ballad. Yeah. Yeah. Or 80s sounding rock ballad. But uh, for the most part, just the scenes, the moods didn't match. And the book tended to fly by so quickly that you, it's like, oh, three minutes on stage is three years. Oh, okay, cool. Literally in one song, she, they get married. She has a baby. She has another baby. She tries to commit suicide. It's a lot. Uh, that's, yes. I think that's where I shut it off because I was confused. Yes. And it, it just, it, it's, 
little vignettes of her life. Yeah. And I, I, <sighs> it was inconsistent. It was inconsistent. It was inconsistent. Well, and who the narrator was was also inconsistent because it would change flip flop back and forth. Yes. I remember that. The now. point of view was a little inconsistent. Like Diana herself, she opens the show and it, it, she's in the present day or she's in the past, but she's talking as if she's in present day, looking back on her past and, and it goes back. It was very, very confusing. So just the point of view and the narration was so confusing. Uh, but we'll talk about that in the next episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so before opening, the Broadway production uh, was actually recorded in the summer of 2020 with COVID-19 safety protocols in place and no audience. And we'll talk about how they opened and then shut down and then came back. But this was after they had already tried to open and then they had to shut everything down. Mm. They decided to film uh, for Netflix to be released on October 1st. 2021 and this was kind of like the first time that this this had happened yeah in the shutdown and i remember um when dante was there to record they had to quarantine in a hotel room separately in new jersey for like what was it 10 days it was i remember you telling me that she was quarantined yeah i mean just like the typical number back yeah, then was like in 14 days or something 14 like that. Was day, it, that it was time? crazy they had to just quarantine and make sure nobody was sick right so like her son and and uh, and her family were like down in the street waving at her from the hotel room because yeah. you know she misses she misses her family. So anyway, yeah, it was excruciatingly painful, and I feel awful for the cast that they had to do that. But also at the same time, it must have been super exciting to be pioneers in that kind of venture, you know. Yeah. So the production previews for Diana began on began. <sighs> I have not been drinking as much Again, as I usually do. You took do. one sip of your mimosa. Girl, you have I took no three. Excuses. I took three, but I've been on a cleanse. Chelsea's trying to drink less so she can be healthy and lose the 20 pounds that she gained in COVID. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This is really good mimosa, though. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Previews for Diana began on... Oh, my God, I did it again. Began... On February 19th, <laughs> 2019, at the La Jolla Playhouse. The world premiere of Diana opened the following month on March 3rd. I think they they might have needed some more workshopping time. Probably. Probably. Yeah, I would there say were a that's few, a fair, fair it, statement. Yeah, it, it looked like a few things were cut as far as the casting goes, and we'll get to that in a second, Okay. between La Jolla and Broadway. The limited run was extended twice and closed on... April 14th, 2019. The production was directed by Christopher Ashley, from Come, uh, the director of Come From Away, Memphis, Xanadu, All Shook Up, The Rocky Horror Show, Escaped Margaritaville. All Good of those shows. Things. Good shows. Good shows. Good shows. I've never seen Escaped Margaritaville, but I don't think of Diana with Escaped Margaritaville. But, you know... I heard it was a good show. <laughs> I heard it was a fun show. Feel-good show. Yeah. Uh, with Cor- <laughs> Diana dying. Oh, oh, it's probably not a feel-good show. You know, I, I think Diana does feel like a feel-good show. That's I write it later in my notes. It, it's kind of just a, it is a, like a silly feel-good show with some depressing moments. Okay. Anyway, choreography by Kelly Devine from uh, the choreographer of Rock of Ages, Come From Away, Escape to Margaritaville, and co-choreographer of Memphis and Jersey Boys, among other things. Costumes were designed by William Ivy Long and Nick Rakow. Scenic design by David Zinn, lighting design by Natasha Katz, and sound design by Gareth Owen. The production's orchestrations were composed by John Clancy. Ha! Huh. Ha! Huh. Following the Fancy Clancy. Fancy Clancy. 
Following the La Jolla production, the producers continued workshopping the musical, which they should have, and cut some things up. The production was eventually picked up and began previews at the Longacre Theater on Broadway on March 2nd, 2020, with the same directing team. Dante a part of that as Ooh. associate director this time. The show was planned to open on March 31st, 2020, but on March 12th, the show suspended production due to COVID-19. <laughs> Yikes. Don't we all know? It was like the little show that tried. It's the little show that could. Like, we were all so excited for her, and, you know, I was like, oh, oh my god, this is so cool. World premiere about Diana. This is really great. Um, she wouldn't tell me anything about it. Yeah. And... Uh, and then, you know, pandemic, whatever. <laughs> Happened to everyone, right? <laughs> we, never heard of her. Never heard of her. <laughs> Coco Roro, I don't know her. Uh, it was announced on March 30th, 2021, that the show would resume previews on December 1st, with an official opening set for December 16th. Then, on May 14th, 2021, it was announced that previews would begin actually on November 2nd, so they pushed it up. With an opening set for November 17th, nearly a month earlier than initially announced. Hmm. The show closed on December 19th, 2021, after a total of 33 performances and 16 previews. Now, remember, not they, they did get bad reviews. I'm, I'm about to get to the reviews in a second. Yeah. It was not good for them. But also, this was right when that spike was starting to happen. That stupid Omicron shit. Yeah, this is when Storm. Omicron... Wasn't it? It was Omicron. It yep. was Omicron. This I was mean, not that's long what, ago. This was a month ago. This was a month ago. Two months ago. Yeah. Was, um, we're almost in February. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a month and a half. It was six weeks ago. It was six weeks ago. So this was literally, this, we, we cannot this tell just you, <laughs> this just happened. We can't tell you anything about the awards. We can only tell you reviews because we don't have awards yeah. here. Um, we don't have any, you it's so new. All we know is it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. You can it, go watch it. Yikes. Yikes. Um, I do write yikes a lot in some of my notes, so it's coming back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I would I would say Omicron had a lot to do with that closing. I don't know what their swing situation was. And this was right before swings started to get like a big, yeah, let's lift our swings up kind well, of thing. Nobody had you know? played these roles in right. the past. There was nobody to They have nobody to do it. From because like Wicked and even Book of Mormon are pulling people from like past productions. Way past productions. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's interesting. It it really sucks for them that they didn't have anybody to help. And they're just kind of a little engine that tried to be good and tried to tried to do. They what tried. They, do. they just tried. They just They did everything right. They did everything right. <laughs> and actually the publicity for it was great. I yeah. thought I thought they did a good job. And so, they had good people in it. And they had such yeah. good people. You know what? Before I get to the reviews, let's skip down to the characters and the people involved. So I will say this was my favorite part of the show is the cast. Yeah. They for what for what they had to work with, Diana especially, um, jumping from scene to scene to scene to scene. She's nineteen and then she's twenty six, you know, like all over the place. Yeah. Um in such a short period of time for these characters to grow, they did a great job with singing and acting through these moments. Uh, As go you ahead. go through this list, do you mind kind of giving us the other real yeah. people, kind of telling us who I that have, person is? Yeah, I have this down here. Yay! Um, I have, actually, I, I have two people that I know about for sure. I don't know everybody. Yeah. Ju Judy Kay, do you, do you know her? Oh, I meant like the characters. Oh, the characters. Yeah, I can tell you that. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've got factual information on the actual people 
for two of them, maybe a third. Um, but yeah, I'll tell you who the characters are. Princess Diana of Wales, uh, Gianna DeWall. Is it Vall or it's Wall? Gianna DeWall, W-A-A-L. Um, Princess Diana. She is the lead character. And I'll tell her, you. She has a beanie baby. She's, yeah. She has a beanie baby. She has a beanie baby. Yeah. And if you find the one that's messed up, you can make a lot of money. Okay. So huh, interesting. A little background on her. She was in Kinky Boots on Broadway as Lauren, Heather and American Idiots on Broadway. She even originated, here we go, the role of Dawn in Waitress at ART Production when oh. it was first workshopping. And she also originated at the same place, Mary Berry. Oh. In Finding Neverland. She's right? that bitch. She's that bitch. She's, oh my gosh. A lot of brass. the cast is like brand new babies. Some of them are not, but a lot of the cast are brand new, up and coming, don't, we don't know their names just yet kind of people. And she's fantastic. I just thought she carried the show very well. And she's so brilliant. She's done, she's done a lot of off-Broadway. Uh, and I just think she's fabulous. She can be seen also in TV and film. Oh. As Sophia in the Netflix Marvel series, Iron Fist. I've never seen it. So oh, I haven't seen that one. Um, huh. I'm going to have to now because yeah. I just love her. She even wrote, produced, directed, and starred in the, the short film Swept, which won the Audience Choice Award at the New Filmmakers Festival in New York. Okay. And she's the founder of Broadway Weekends, the first theater camp for adults led by Broadway performers, which I super appreciate. I kind of want to go. Love, right? <laughs> Wait, I want to do that. I don't know when she founded that, if it was pre pandemic or post pandemic. I assume pre. And let's hope that it comes back. Yeah. I'm I would really, do that. really love to attend a class because I just adore her. And then we have Camilla Parker Bowles, played mm. by Aaron Davey. Camilla Parker, who you will. Camilla Parker Bowles, which you will find out on the next episode a little bit more, is Prince Charles's lover and his current wife, actually. Um, he stepped down from the monarchy to be able to marry this woman who is a divorcee. He is himself sort of a divorcee, but not really. He's a widower? He's a widower. He was going to be a divorcee, but that didn't happen. Yeah. So, um, but played by Erin Davey, who is an American actress and singer, best known for her performance as the young Edith Bouvier Beale in the Broadway production of the musical Grey Gardens. The musical that gave me an anxiety attack in college. Yep. Oh my gosh, Grey Gardens. So good. So good. But. I haven't seen it, but I hear it's so good. Oh my gosh. It's... Ugh. Okay. Yeah. We'll oh, have yeah. to... We need cover at some point. We, I would we love to cover that. Absolutely have to. Uh, she also stole the show. I actually wanted to hate Camilla a lot. Yeah. I think the writers had a little bit of a soft spot for Camilla, so they wrote her in a way that she wasn't completely awful. Mm-hmm. I hated Charles. Everybody hates Charles. He's yeah. a fucking asshole. But Camilla, you kind of feel for, and you feel for Princess Diana, of course. We love we love us a Diana. Prince Charles, played by Roe Hartrumpf. Hartrumpf. Ooh, that's cool. H-A-R-T-R-A-M-P-H-P-F. He is an up-and-comer. He does a lot of film and TV. Yeah. But this he's still making a name for himself. He doesn't have an IMBD page necessarily. <laughs> He doesn't like, really I have a lot. I even have one of those. I know. He's, he's <laughs> tiny. His his biography is very tiny on his IMBD. Well, mine's um, very tiny, too. And on Wikipedia, he's that's because he's still new. He's yeah. still growing and learning. But I got to say, you hate the shit out of Charles, and this guy did a great job, which means I think he's a great actor. But you hate Charles. You really do. I mean, people hate him in real life, too. I'm yeah, looking up this guy. He's just such a douche. The Queen oh, he's o- cute. He's very cute. cute. He's very cute. 
Very, very cute. Unfortunately, you don't get to see him with his shirt off, but you do with someone but else. But you can on Google. But you can on Google. Queen Elizabeth II and also also Barbara Cartland, which I didn't realize until this very moment, are played by Judy Kay, which I bless her for taking on both of those roles because they're complete opposite. Um, the Queen and then Barbara, who's this just outlandish lady dressed in pink. And at one point, she's a narrator. Anyway... Uh, Sarah Spencer, Diana's sister, played by Holly Ann Butler. Paul Burrell, played by Bruce Dow and Anthony Murphy. Paul is um, Princess Diana's assistant. Okay. Essentially, he's her butler kind of dressing maiden guy. Anyway, he gives her some advice. Okay. At one point. And we'll talk about it. The confidant. He he works for her, but he also gave her some interesting advice. James Hewitt... Oh, okay. Ugh, he's only in act two. He opens act two. And does he open it? Gareth Keegan. I like you. So <laughs> Gosh. I literally, I was so giddy. She wants to Netflix and chill with them. Uh, yeah. When I saw his entry into act two, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I got giddy. I was and like, James what? is like, what the hell? Yeah. I was watching it on my iPad with my headphones in and he's, he's like, I went, oh, <laughs> he went, what was that? I'm like, <laughs> shirtless man. <laughs> I was like, this is such a ridiculous opening of Act 2, and I'm okay with it. Oh, wait, I guess I should have I should have just watched Act 2. You should have just watched I, the beginning well, of Act 2. I, I got an intermission. I was like, I can't do this anymore. You I shut it, it off. You got to watch God, Act 2. God, good things come to those who wait, I Act guess. Act 2 is not great, but the opening is. <laughs> so Andrew Morton. I don't remember who. Oh, no, I do. Andrew is Camilla's husband. Okay. Played by Nathan Lucrezio. Oh, no, I lied. Andrew Morton. I don't know who he is. Okay. I don't remember who this character is. Oh, no, he's the oh he's the author of the book. That's okay. it. He's the oh, author oh, oh, of, he's of the, the book. Yeah. that Di- uh, The Diana book. The one that was she was meant to be yes. anonymous for. Yes, exactly. Okay. And then Andrew Parker Bowles, uh, who wasn't in the La Jolla Playhouse production, but is in... The Broadway and the Netflix version is Zach Adkins. Uh, Colin, I don't remember who Colin is, is uh, there are two people that have played him. Uh, Jamin Nanthkin Kumar. My gosh, Nanthkin Kumar. We're going to go with that. And then Andre Jordan. Uh, Graham is Evan Duff for the La Jolla and Chris Medlin for Broadway. And then Joni Spencer played or Johnny, I'm sorry, Johnny Spencer played Eric Cole. Oh my gosh. The character yeah. Johnny Spencer was played by Eric Coles in, at La Jolla and Broadway. Young Diana, played by Lauren Livy Mule, was actually cut from the La Jolla, after the La Jolla Playhouse, they cut her. So As was Johnny Spencer. As was Johnny, yeah. So okay. those two roles, Oh, you're right. Yeah. Those two roles were cut, apparently, between La Jolla and um, Broadway. So I will say the cast is phenomenal. The chorus should get an award. I I think Diana herself, um, Jana, should get an award. I think Camilla Parker should get an award, Aaron Dady. Um, I think they're amazing. I think they're absolutely incredible, and the Tonys should absolutely consider them. The chorus needs to get best chorus because if that's a thing, they're so freaking like, good. It's, yeah, like there's best ensemble, I think, at least for yes. Drama Desk. Okay, good. They deserve a best ensemble because the, the chorus is 
stellar. Absolutely stellar. So my predictions for Tony's and Drama Desk and all that. Is there will be nominations, hopefully. There will be nominations, I, I assume. Okay, so now we're going to get into the bad stuff. So if your heart is near and dear to this production, I would just pause it here because you've heard it. Skip ahead. Skip ahead. Skip ahead. So the La Jolla production received mostly negative reviews from critics. Charles McNutley of the Los Angeles Times wrote, the score is actually closer to commercial Broadway in the early aughts. I think he meant 80s in this. An even more dated style to my ear. The Guardian gave the Netflix recording a one-star review, stating that If it was a deliberate satire, it would be genius, but it's not. (laughs) Honestly, that's that's probably the cleanest review I can find. Um, Jesse Green, chief theater critic of the New York Times. Oh, God, the New York Times just ripped them apart. I'm sure. Tore them a new butthole. (sighs) Negatively negatively reviewed the production at Broadway's Lawnacre Theater, deeming it tawdry and exploitive, and writing, quote, if you care about Diana as a human being or dignity as a concept, you will find this treatment of her life both aesthetically and morally mortifying. Okay, I kind of agree with that from the one act that I watched. I think it's rude, but he, this person also went on to say this. The real problematic intris, intrinsic the real problem is intrinsic arising from the choice to tell the story in song at all. This person does not like musicals and doesn't think that biopic should be or biography should be in musical form. In musical form. form. Yeah. So that was the wrong person to review the show. Probably, probably. She didn't like musicals to begin with. I think it would be a kick ass play, but musicals are supposed to be feel good. And this did not, I don't feel like it made anyone feel. Okay. There's, okay. You can. That's a whole different thing. But you can make something a serious. That was already a serious play. Yeah, but, but it was oh, already a play. Yeah, you're right. Maybe it should have been a play first. It, yes, I think, I think that it's supposed to be feel good, and we already feel good about Princess Diana, and they made it so we felt less good about her. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's a bunch more reviews, and I am not going to read them. <laughs> but I put them on here, and I'm like, oh, I can choose from all of these. Oh my god. We will post them. What, the one that I that stood out for me. <laughs> Oh, Lord. The one that stood out um, about Netflix is, it's musical so bad it must be seen. And I, that's, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, yep. I think that can be, I, you know what? I think go watch it yourself and form your own opinions is what, but I, apparently is what I say. Get to at least the beginning of Act 2. Get to the beginning of Act 2. My God. Yeah. And then, oh, poor Netflix. Poor, poor Diana. They got a Rotten Tomatoes score of 12%. Yikes. But an audience score of 33%. Oh, okay. Not, terrible so it was kind of like uh never mind that was i was gonna make a political point oh boy it was it was like electoral votes versus public opinion oh yeah <laughs> that's, that's a very is. that's a good opinion yeah. emily think, or good analogy that's a good analogy i uh, thank you <laughs> cheers to that yeah, i'm really oh. good at those so anyway uh I hope I've convinced you to come back and hear about this story next week. I want to hear about it. I know you do. Well, I'm going to have to hear about it right now. You want to hear about Act 2 for sure. Um, yep. So, yeah, come back next week and join us for Diana the Musical Synopsis, where we're going to drink a lot more to get 
through this synopsis. I know you're going to definitely drink a lot more. Mm. Okay. It's a lot. It's I put a lot <laughs> of notes and opinions in my columns. This is a four-page review. Cool. This is going to be a lot. You know so, who also has a lot of notes and opinions? Oh, definitely one of our patrons, Brandon. Oh. About this show, for oh, sure. Oh, about the show. I was like, that. whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no. I wasn't going to name names. Oh, I would, no, I'm, drop, I'm dropping some names. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely our patrons. Well, I, if you I'm would sure. like to join our patrons and see our live recording. And I'm wearing my dog as my Valentine to get all up into this uh, this month. So I'm festive. I, Chelsea is I'm it. wearing a gray sweater. It's dark like my heart. Yeah. Oh, my heart got a little bit darker after this musical. But you can join our patrons Aww. at patreon.com slash wines and dolls. That's wine without the H. But you can certainly support us in other ways by following us anywhere you get your podcast. Just press subscribe. And if you are on Apple or Spotify, you can scroll down and press the furthest star to the right and leave us a review. You like that smell? That was very like Mariah. No, ew. It was like very Mariah. Stop sniffing your armpits. It's bad. Ew. I told you. Poor bath. That was like very like Mariah Carey. Or Mandy Moore. It's because of the, the head. It's the headphones. It's the headphones. And leave us a review. <sighs> it's been so long since you've had these, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Two months. Uh, but yes, please go ahead and do that. Don't don't accidentally press four because of what just happened. You know, or just like follow us on Instagram. Oh, Facebook yeah. You can follow us stuff. on Instagram, yeah. TikTok, Twitter, yeah. wherever we choose to post at Wines and Dolls. Everywhere. And, and you can like our, our beautiful artwork. Oh, yeah. Made by Christy. Christy. From, from Pen to Paper. Paper. Um, and as always, if you would like to reach out to us, you can reach us at winesanddolls at gmail.com or on our website at winesanddolls.com. It's been a while since I've done this. I'm trying to remember everything. That's it. I think that's it. That's and it. with that, I'm Chelsea. I'm Emily. And this has been Wines um, Whenever I decide to make music. Okay, bye. Kenzie? Whoops. What? I think we're in the wrong podcast, Kate. What? How do you know? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's not our audience. Well, I mean, they could be if they went over and listened to us on the I Can't Stop Thinking About podcast. You mean the podcast about all the things we can't stop thinking about, like Dragon Age, Steven Spielberg, Avatar The Last Airbender, and much, much more? I mean, I wouldn't have said it like it was an infomercial, but yeah, that one. It is available on all platforms, after all. That is very convenient. Well, we should, uh, probably get back to our own show, shouldn't we? Probably. It was nice to meet you all anyway. Yeah, cheers. You know, we would have been there already if you just asked for directions like I told you to. Oh my god, what are you, my mom?